Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Collaboration Show. Chuck Anderson here, and I've got another amazing guest for you. And I know I say that every time, but all, all my guests are amazing. I only mean amazing people, um, but you're really going to be blown away with this one. I mean, um, you know, we 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 just met and and had a conversation uh, in in just in the last week and and ten days, and it's really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Now in our businesses, we are, uh, we're always looking for more leads and more sales. And you know, what gets us that is more exposure. And today we're gonna be talking about not only how you can get more exposure, but how you can actually access and tap into some uh, free advertising money uh, by taking advantage of some real cool opportunities uh, out there in terms of structuring and entities and all sorts of things not to be scary about it but uh, I'll let him so I have Ken Crowell here with me today who is an expert in these things and just a, an all-around fun guy to, to spend some time with so Ken <laughs> welcome to the show <laughs> thanks Chuck it's great to be with you uh, this will this will be fun I promise yeah Excellent. Well, I'm so glad that you're here. You know, I, I, I don't like to do other people's introductions because I always butcher them. So I, I, I think a great way to start is, you know, a little bit about your background, your, yourself, your story. How, how did it come to be that we're here talking today about this? It all began when I was one year old. No, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> Can you go a little further back, please? Because, because, you know, never mind. I won't even go down that road. Uh, you know, it's interesting where we we, we kind of began with this. I've, I've been a trainer, speaker, author, coach uh, for over four decades, traveled the, traveled the world, speaking from stages, and really learned how to, uh, to, to convert, to work in partnership, to support uh, meeting planners, and really be, be able to see all sides of an equation. So it, it, it kind of gave me a kind of a worldview on things. And what we're going to talk about today is using the power of of frankly, Google, uh, to empower you to generate ultimately unlimited free targeted leads to whatever offer you may have. You use the power of a nonprofit to do that. Uh, and it came to me, frankly, because I was setting up some um, asset protection programs and a nonprofit charity uh, is a phenomenal way to help shelter taxes, shelter income, um, and also provide transition of assets and leave legacy. And there's a whole lot of reasons for that, which is why um, America's major growth titans and wealth titans have all set up their foundations uh, and great legacies. And it wasn't just because they were nice people. It was because it made great business sense. So when I started looking at that, and then I discovered that, oh my gosh, Google has a program that for nonprofits, they will give nonprofits, listen to this, $120,000 a year of free advertising each year, every year, forever. $329 US dollars a day, every day, forever, right? And it's Google ad search. So it's I think it's the best ads ever because if you're advertising, and Chuck, you know this, of course, uh, if you're advertising on Facebook, you're an interruption advertiser. You know, people don't go, don't want, don't go on to Facebook to see your ad. They go on to Facebook to see how many cats you have, you know, but they're not looking or what you had for dinner last night, but not to go watch your advertising. So you're interrupting them on Facebook. But when if but when they're searching for something, if you're searching for a chiropractor or how to do X, that's a search ad, and you're already a predisposed potential buyer as opposed to someone who you, whose attention you're trying to steal. So having those Google ads is fabulous. It's not, by the way, not YouTube ads, not display ads. It's actual search ads, and that 
excited the heck out of me. So what we what I decided to do, aside from setting up my own nonprofit, which I've got a, a nonprofit trade association based in Washington, for, it's called the Digital Builders Association, um, is empower people to set up their own nonprofits, align them strategically with their for-profits so that as your, uh, your passion project is getting the benefits of the advertising, it can support and help generate revenue for the for-profit business. So, and that excites me so much. You know why so much? And, and we talked about this off camera is that every person I deal with, every person I talk to that's a potential client, they have a passion for whether it be uh, saving the whales, uh, and that's for real, not just the, the you know, literally saving the whales and dolphins is what Rich Gurman's all about, uh, to uh, senior senior housing, which is one of our clients, to helping stop teen suicide is another of our clients, to my, my friend Danella Burnett's Project Repurse, which is all about um, uh, helping un, 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 um, economically unsatisfied uh, women, shall we say. I'm saying that totally wrong, but they, they get purses that are donated filled with cosmetics to help them feel, improve their self-esteem. All that stuff is, is cool. And I'm inspired every single day when people are like, this is what I want to do and I can help them get it done. Um, so not only do they get to work on their passion project, but also get to make a ton of money along the way using the, using the ads to drive the traffic that they couldn't otherwise afford. I mean, Think about this. If you have an extra 10 grand a month in free advertising that you can use to build your brand and, and drive traffic, targeted traffic to your offers, how do, how do you succeed against your competitors? You blow them away because they don't have that. And as we've known for years, you know, he who has the best ad budget or biggest ad budget wins. So that's that excites me. I mean, it just, I mean, who couldn't use an extra 120 grand a year to build their business? Well, really, and you know, this is what blows me away so much about you know th this, and it, and I didn't even realize this existed until you put me onto this and and, mm -hmm. and reached out to me and said, hey, do you, you know, let's let's talk, and uh, and then attended your workshop and all that, and and uh, just blows me away that this is even a thing because I had no idea, and I've been in in the digital marketing industry since the late '90s, uh, teaching uh strategies and you know i think one of the things and maybe you can talk a little bit about this and we'll, we can we go a little deeper into you know uh some of the other um you know you know avenues but talk a little bit about nonprofit versus for-profit because i think there's some misconceptions that and i know certainly there was for me because you think about nonprofit as being i don't make any money yeah. And I, I hear that all the time. And even in the last week when I've been talking about it, it's like, well, how does that work? You you need to make money. So yeah. Yeah. what do you I'm, say I'm, to that? <laughs> oh, I'm delighted to answer that question. My By the way, my first job after leaving university was running the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation in Massachusetts as their acting executive director. So, you know, here's the thing. How can they pay my salary if they don't have some kind of a business? So a nonprofit to me is two businesses. Number one, the, the first business is the is the mission and and what they're supporting. So again, whether it's 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 the environment or women, battered women, or whatever it may be, right? Even if it's just awareness about alcoholism, whatever is going on, that's the mission. Business number two is creating the money to pay for business number one. And so my focus is on business number two, the mission and all that service stuff. Everyone's got a different story, right? But the raising money is the same, it's a business. And so 
that's that's the dynamics of the nonprofit. Um, and so nonprofit's a great concept, but a really bad business model, right? Uh, your for-profit business is going to be the tax business. You know, you get you get taxed on your on the business, your coaching program, your roofing company, you know, your law firm, whatever it is. The nonprofit is set up as a tax benefited organization, no matter what country you're in, you know, each, whatever country has the benefits for that Canada does, Australia does, US, uh, and so on. And uh, and by the way, Google serves over 50 countries with this nonprofit thing. They've done over 15, I think, billion dollars over the past, since 2003. So it's a lot of years, not going anywhere soon because they take the write-off. So the nonprofit gives you the tax benefits, which is, of course, very advantageous. And then how you choose to allocate all that, you want to talk to your tax professional about how you do it properly. We have a whole team of people that we set our clients up with so they stay on the right side of, of the tax rules because you don't want to mess this thing up because that would be un, ungood. Um, oh, I like that, that word. Ungood. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <be> ungood. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the dynamic. So with a nonprofit, it's got to be run like a business because you're going to potentially have clients. I mean, if you're, if you're um, uh, running a nonprofit, you can be an employee of the nonprofit. You can be paid a salary. Now, if you are paid a salary, you're going to pay tax on it, right? But the nonprofit can, can do a number of things as a business could in, take, in terms of taking expenses. And the way we put it together, Chuck, is I think really cool. So the nonprofit will run as a lead generator for the for-profit. The nonprofit can run trainings and education and charge for it. And the money that's paid to the nonprofit is kept by the nonprofit tax-free because it's in the nonprofit. But guess what? If you're delivering a training to, let's say, um, uh, divorced women that are, are restarting their lives, right? Uh, then you deliver that training. Maybe someone pays $27 for it. Maybe they maybe they come in for free, whatever it is. If they need help and services, who are they going to call? You. So attorneys can do that. DUI attorneys can set up a nonprofit for, uh, for people that are affected by that scenario. They provide a, 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 um, uh, a lead generator, you know, a consumer guide to what happens if you were arrested for drunk driving. Um, and of course, who are they going to call? The attorney that wrote that. Of course, because that's a trusted now trusted advisor. So all sorts of ways we can strategize that linkage so that the for-profit can win, nonprofit can win as well. Because the ads, remember, the ads are to go to the nonprofit, not to the for-profit. You know, and you got to do it right so you're in compliance with both Google and you know and the tax rules and so on, which is again where we come in. Uh, but it's a phenomenal model. I mean, oh my gosh. And of course, there's other things about this Chuck that are so I think so brilliant. So obviously there's the tax stuff and, you know, but I don't want you doing it for that. I want you doing it ultimately to do good in the world and to boost the heck out of your business. Because again, no money, you know, hello. So, um, you know, we got to, we have, have to earn a profit along the way because you set an example for that. Earning your, pro I, I believe, frankly, earning a profit is your responsibility. Nothing to ever be ashamed of. But if I'm going to retain you to, to be my to work with me to boost my business to be my partnership manager whatever if you're broke kind of like unless there was something like you know a real reason like health issues or whatever but if you're broke because you didn't run a business right i don't want to talk to you i want i want to work with you because you're a multimillionaire because you're successful right that so you got to set the example which means it's your responsibility to be profitable right that so i look at it that way but there's the other side of it and that is that when you're doing good you feel great I mean, why would you wait until you're like 60, 70 years old to suddenly become a philanthropist? Why not do it now and live the life of the philanthropist today? 
because you can, you know, because you can. So that's really, really important. But here's the other thing that's so freaking cool. When you lead with the, the mindset of this is to benefit charity, people's hearts open up. So as an example, I want to, I'm currently in Australia um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm technically here as a visitor. So I don't do business here. I'm here as a visitor. I love this country. I want to stay. And so uh, when our nonprofit is the Digital Builders Association, and what we do is, is we support the digital builders, uh, people using 3D home construction all around the world. There's a shortage right now of over 12,000 homes in the Northern Rivers area of New South Wales, 12,000 homes. It's ridiculous. Just as one part of the country. So I approached the government about, about using 3D home building construction because we can build a house super fast with just 3D printers. It's phenomenal. Um, and they asked me, they said, so who are you with? Who are you representing? I think they're expecting me to be like ABC Builders. I'm here to take your money. No, I'm the Digital Builders Association, the, the international nonprofit to support the industry and we want to help. Oh, cool, right? So if you're coming from the standpoint of helping others as leading with your nonprofit, Doors open that wouldn't ordinarily open. People's hearts open. People's pocketbooks open. You're less threatening. So from a marketing and branding standpoint, oh my gosh, think about what uh, Tom Shoes has done. Think about what, what uh, Patagonia has done with what they're doing with their nonprofits. People fall in love with these companies because they're making a difference. Look at the Ronald McDonald charities, for example. You know, oh my goodness, you have a good feeling for that. So when you align all that and you can lead with that, Good Lord. I mean, we've done we've done charity stuff with every one of our uh, online events for years. Uh, and uh, and we've we've benefited my friend Cynthia Kersey's um, Unstoppable Foundation. We still do with our with our strategic philanthropy workshops. We charge 27 bucks for it. People. And by the way, what that does is it separates those that are just looking, those that are serious. So you get smaller numbers, but better conversions, better partnership. Right. And when they come in, they're already predisposed because they like they love you because $27 is not a lot of money but it goes to charity so already you're a good guy you know and it's sets things in motion that just changes the world so i encourage people to look at that option and then of course you know you get $120,000 in google grants to build your business gee whiz no you know economically a no brainer yeah and i think that's something that is it, it's an incredibly attractive and a and a great hook uh, you know, for what you do. And I think one of the things that's changing in my mind right now is my perception of when do you do the philanthropy and when do you, you, you take this on? And I've always thought, well, you go and you make your gazillions in your business yeah. and then, and then you do the philanthropy and that's how this all works. Yeah. And really what you're turning me on to here is like, well, wait a minute. Uh, there's all this free money that's available to you and opportunity and doors open and governments will talk to you and, you know, goodwill and everything. If you do the philanthropy now, it actually feeds the business. You become more profitable in the business than it goes. It now, fun, you know, feeds the philanthropy in a bigger way. And both of them are scaling up. That's kind of Am I am I right in thinking yeah, that? I mean, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And and here's the thing to bear in mind too. Number one, the word philanthropy does not mean money. It means giving of yourself to service others. So philanthropy is years ago when I was living in Atlanta, uh, every Sunday morning I was packing meals for people that couldn't get meals outside. They were they were stay at homes, um, and it was the most fun ever. 
I, I was a philanthropist. I didn't know it then. I, I was just a volunteer, but I was a philanthropist. So if you put money, I'm sorry, if you put your time into something, you're, you are a philanthropist. So keep that in mind. Second thing is that your nonprofit does not have to give money to other people. Your nonprofit can be about raising awareness. For example, teen suicide. That's we got to raise awareness that that the numbers of teens killing themselves is eight times more than it was before COVID. Holy mackerel! That's crazy. I don't usually say holy mackerel, by the way. I use other words, uh, but you know it's a G-rated podcast, I guess. Yeah, sorry guys, I, 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 couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't use the technical term, uh, but you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah. raising awareness of that is that's what the mission of the nonprofit is. You know, you don't have to be donating cash to anybody. You can just be pro providing that kind of a service, and that's critically important, right? Education. Just, I mean, if you even take a look at at, um, uh, I'm going to say STD control or or birth uh, stuff. You know, so you don't have a baby that you don't want to have. That type of thing. There's a word for that. I'm not doing it properly, but you know, awareness is critical. Drug awareness. How can you tell if somebody is is on drugs and to protect yourself? How do you awareness of of or, or education about protecting yourself walking down the street at night if you're in an area that you don't feel safe in. You know, those are, they don't involve giving dollars. It's involved giving service, giving information. So a lot of linkages there that people don't necessarily think about. Uh, and, and you don't have to have your nonprofit so diametrically opposed to what your for-profit business is so that you're doing two different things. If you align them together, one promotion leads to the other. You know, and that's the strategy that we bring to the table so that you're not distracted everywhere, but that you're really using it in a way that it was intended in a, in a really good, honorable fashion. And everybody wins because everybody should win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, who wouldn't when you realize that this, these opportunities are available uh, and and like is that like people do treat you different when you say that you're representing a nonprofit um, and they automatically think charity, which yep. isn't necessarily true. It's like it's like if you see someone wearing a white lab coat, you assume they're a doctor. Right. They might, they right. might not be one, but they assume it. And I think, you know, that's part of the goodwill that kind of happens is when you position yourself this way, res response rates go up, the trust factor goes up and and uh, but you're you are doing good and and like to your point it's not always about giving money but it's about creating awareness or you know something that is benefiting you know benefiting society or the world in in whatever way that it does that yeah when someone tells me that they've got a nonprofit immediately they're elevated in my mind for a variety of reasons number one I think they're more successful because they've got that uh, number two because they're do-gooding which is another technical term do-gooding. Um, not to be confused like that one too. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, and that's, that's a good thing. You know, it's like, wow, someone cares enough. There's just a nicer part of that person that will do things. And, and that positions people, I think in a much better way. So I think everyone should have that pet project. And by the way, you don't need to have just one, you can have more. Um, if you, if you have different things you want to do, Google doesn't care how many nonprofits you've got, they'll give you grants. And we didn't talk about other grants you can get as well, which is a longer process, but the Google Ad Grant is super easy uh, to play with and something that everyone can can qualify for. Some of us are like not a uh, a hospital or a university, you know, but the typical smaller nonprofit is is who Google supports. Amazing. So, you know, we've been talking about this and uh, hopefully 
educating some people that you know didn't realize that this opportunity existed uh or had just like i did a different perception of what it meant to be a nonprofit and how nonprofits can and and for-profits can sort of work together uh in harmony i guess for the lack of a better word but it sounds pretty harmonious yeah. uh and so uh so so now for everyone listening in they want to uh, learn more. They want to take the next steps in figuring out, like, what would they, what would they do for a nonprofit, and how could they position that uh, for you know their their current business, or maybe some idea they've been carrying around with with them for the last couple of decades. I mean, wh what are their next steps? What are what are they? We don't want to oversimplify it, obviously, because there's rules and things that you need to uh, be yeah. aware of. So, so, what are the, what are the the I'll best share. or logical next steps. I will share with that with you. Thank, I thought you'd never ask. So <laughs> kind of in my mindset, we have a kind of a, a three-step ready, set, go process. And the first step is you strategize. You've got to, you got to and I'm, I'm going to say this from the you've got to, of course, we provide all the services. So I'll dial that in in a bit. But but inevitably, the first thing that we want anyone to do is is create the strategy of what is the nonprofit going to do? What's their mission? So that it's synchronistic, big word, to link with the for-profit. So you're not distracted so that you know you really are an, a lead for one is a lead for both. So that's really important. Uh, the other thing is that we want you all to strategize with a tax professional so that as you run the business of the nonprofit, you can take the best advantage of the tax opportunities as possible, staying within the confines of all rules and regulations. Because if you abuse it, not a good thing. Uh, and uh, we don't want that to happen. We don't want you to get shut down. We don't want to, anyone to be in, in problems. And you can be if you do it wrong. So the first step is to strategize. Second step is once you know what you're going to do, then set up the actual nonprofit. Uh, and what you're looking for in the U.S. is to become a 501c3 nonprofit, which gets you this form, uh, this document. That's that's the designation from the IRS. In Canada, you get a, a nonprofit number. Uh, to, to get that nonprofit in the U.S. will take anywhere from three weeks, I got mine in three weeks, which is ridiculously fast, to three months or more. Uh, you want to be on the fast track version, not the longer version, and there's reasons for that, but we'll dive into that later. So then you get the nonprofit. W while you're waiting for the nonprofit to be approved, and there's no reason why they shouldn't if you do it right, uh, then you build out your website so that when the when you get the 501c3 paper that I showed you, then you can apply for the Google grant. But Google will not give you the grant unless you have a website that is in complete compliance with their guidelines. And just wink, wink, FYI, what Google says on their website as to what the requirements are, are not everything. Just so we're clear. I mean, surprise. So, you know, we've had to learn over the over the years, like, how do you make Google happy the first time? Uh, so now like one of our last clients got, we got them approved in in five business days. So, you know, because we know what they're going to ask for. But if you don't, you'll go back and forth. You know, they won't necessarily turn you down forever, but you're going to be, and they won't tell you why, by the no, way. Classic Google. It's like, it's like how Google ads work. It's like how everything works yeah. at Google. Yeah. It's yeah. like, hey, come do this thing. Here's a little bit of information about it. Not everything. And we want you to kind of figure out because you own. should know. Yeah, should exactly. Know. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. So anyway, that's the process. And then once again, once you get the ad grant, then you got to manage it through and optimize and tweak and all this business. Now, between you and I, Chuck, I'd rather get a root canal. Um, you know, I do not want to do that at all. I never have, never made money, never made money with Facebook ads, ever. By the time we figured out the Facebook ads, we ran out of money and ran out of time. 
good news is with Google, you got plenty of plenty of runway on that because every day you got a new budget, which is kind of cool. Uh, but what we've done, of course, is we do all that work for our clients or for you so that you don't have to deal with it. Because again, you know, I want everyone to do what they're best at. And I'm telling you, I am not best at, I don't want to do those ads. I'm just, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a speaker, you know, I'm a presenter, I'm a marketing guy. I'm a, I'm a visionary. I'm not the analyst of, did this thing convert at 17% or whatever, you know, I mean, I want my geniuses to do that for me. So we've got a team that does nothing but specialize on, guess what? Google ads. Uh, and they're different than regular, regular uh, Google ads. The, the ad grant ads are, there's different requirements. So you've got to know what you're doing. Otherwise you again, end up in a world of hurt. Uh, so you got to make sure you're in compliant, but that's all the things you want to do. Totally doable on your own. You don't need it. You don't need me to do, to do it for you. But of course we want you to, cause we're, you know, we're in business. Uh, but uh, it, it's something that people can do on their own for sure. Uh, and I think everyone should have that nonprofit set up. I think they should do it right. Uh, obviously and make that difference all the way down the line. Amazing. Well, I mean, one of the reasons that uh, I invited you to do this, first of all, I think this is just an amazing opportunity that, uh, I mean, it's opened my eyes and to something that I should uh, go ahead and, and, and start doing now. It was always something I thought I would do later, but I can see now there's an opportunity to do it now. Um, and, you know, the theme of our show is collaboration and partnership. And one of the things, reasons why uh, I bring uh, invited you here as I see you as a great person to collaborate with. Look, you you have two paths uh, in in this. You can go do it yourself, kind of figure everything out, and you can you can you can do the ping pong or the tennis or whatever with with Google. I've I've done it on with their ads. It's like, you know, uh, they don't tell you everything, and that's you know you can do all of that, or you can just go to someone who knows what to do. And that's you and your team. And so, of course, we have all the things beneath this video on on, on how to connect to you. And we're going to ask you about that here in just a moment. Sure. Um, and uh, and if you're listening on podcast, all the links are there as well. Um, but uh, I always think of, you know, building a business like a puzzle. And sometimes we have a missing piece of the puzzle, like we need more leads or we need more sales or we need more of this or we need more of that. And then, you know, who already is an expert at doing that and can we collaborate and as a reformed do-it-yourselfer <laughs> i now look for who can i partner with or connect with or collaborate with or you know there's so many different ways to uh, collaborate with someone uh, to bring in that missing piece of the puzzle so my first question to you is how has partnerships and collaborations played a role uh, in in your business or businesses and your journey I couldn't do it without partnerships. Uh, and in terms of the journey, it's a, it's a fabulous question uh, because I, I've been the guy that wanted to do it all myself. I'll tell you, when I stopped speaking for other people and, and started to go out on my own, I had no list. I had no community. And because everything I had was invested in real estate, I had no liquidity. I mean, great net worth, but there was no cash because it was all in property, right? So what did I do? I created my first, now today we know these are summits, but I created my first multi-speaker event over 10 weeks. And I brought, I joint ventured with other real estate gurus that had lists. So I, I piggybacked their list, their, um, their notoriety, not knowing who I was. I mean, I knew I was an expert, but you don't even have to be. So I partnered with these guys and over, over just a few weeks, I went from zero to like 14,000 people on my list and on and on and raised, made all sorts of money. Um, and that's how I began. And I still do that today. 
mean, with with respect to what we do here at One Two Three Nonprofit, most of our business has come in through referrals, and we pay them. Of course, we pay very well because we want to keep people excited and and, and invested in what we do. Uh, but to do this on your own is harder, right? And and to go faster, you leverage other people's time, energy, effort, audiences, enthusiasm. I mean, just this conversation, Chuck, you're so good for us because you're already telling your audience this stuff's great guys so we already have an endorsement which is more powerful than having that cold lead where no one knows you so there's a huge advantage to that and i tell you businesses are built using the power of those relationships and if i can jump in for a second in terms of strategy here the most important thing you can do in a relationship is keep your word right is do is just don't fake around Tell the truth. If your list is is only 27 people, tell them it's 27 people. But those 27 people bought Boeing 787s. You know, if you're if you're if you're Airbus, you want that list. You know what I mean? So it, you got to just be really clear about who they are, what they'll do. Um, so a a you know deliver, be honest. Uh, and the other side of the coin, I'm going to say is this: is be fun. Don't be a dick. Be fun to work with, because we do business with people that we know, like, and trust. So if you have a great relationship and maybe there's something doesn't go right, an email doesn't go out properly or some something happens, the relationship will survive because you've got that gravitas built in. So uh, and we talk about partnerships and you're a specialist at this. It's important. It's, it's really important uh, that you are someone that's great to work with because guess what will happen? The people that work with you, will they talk, we talk to each other. We know if you didn't pay us. We know if, you know, you you promised us that you'd mail 17 times and you mailed once. You know, we know all this stuff and we talk to each other. So, but we also talk to each other when, oh my gosh, you know, uh, Chuck's amazing to work with. Holy crap, it's been great. You know, and that's really what you want people to say about you. So uh, that's my endorsement about partnerships. Yeah, and you know, to your point, we haven't known each other that long, but it doesn't have to take that long. And this is a concept I always tell my clients is that you can use something called rapid relationship building. I mean, it started off, you had sent me a video message, then we got on a you know, a short little Zoom call, I think it was like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Then, and this is where the rapid relationship building comes in, you did a four hour workshop based upon, um, and, and it was it was really just the day before, we had a conversation, I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna clear my schedule, spent, I was only gonna spend two hours, and I spent four hours, but you know, <laughs> you come a long way in, four, in just four hours, right? Uh, I used to do one day workshops, two day workshops for free for this exact thing, because, you know, after eight hours or 16 hours, you really feel like you know a person. Yes. And so, uh, and so it doesn't have to take a long time. And, uh, and, and you, I, I think people are really good bullshit detectors. Like, you know, like if you, if someone's lying to you, I think, you know, like is you it, just get this feeling sense. like, no, I should, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I should move away from this. And then other times it's like, no, I need to really like lean in and listen to what is going on. And, uh, and so, so you can build relationships really fast. It doesn't have to take a long time. And uh, I love, you know, what your approach was. I mean, you, you found me, send me a video message and, uh, and then here we are, uh, we've, how many times have we talked in the last, <laughs> in the God, last a uh, couple on, of weeks here? You're on speed dial now, you know, it's, it's, there we go. <laughs> I'm, naming, I'm naming the next, you know, what up for you. Uh, so, no, it's true. Uh, it, and But that comes also with 
whoever you are is being who you are, is not trying to be anything other than sincere. And, you know, if you're afraid of something, talk about it. If, you know, if, if you're great at something, that's great. Don't, don't be shy about what you can contribute. But if you're not expert, be honest about it, because guess what? If I don't know something, Chuck does, you know, and you'll refer me to that. And, and I love that ability. Uh, and by the way, not everyone's going to be a match. Uh, I, I was on the phone with someone who I was wanting to give business to the other day. It was the worst conversation ever. This person had cardboard for, for personality, uh, knowledgeable, well, well uh, recommended, but oil and water, you know, no, thank you. It, it, so there's not everything. I, I just finished a call before we got on with this with a woman named Susie Pruden, who is, I, I'd known of her. We finally got on a call and took years to get this call put together because she, she had some health issues and all this dynamic, but runs call today. And it was like within seconds, long lost friends. I mean, just long lost friends. We've we've already booked two events together already, um, and uh, I literally had to say, Susie, I'm meeting with Chuck. I got to go. And it was a 15 minute call that went 45. That's the way we want to build relationships. Not like gotta go, but oh shit, I really have to go. I got to go somewhere else. You know, it, it's it's that scenario, and that's what makes it fun. You know, I mean, we started just behind the scenes, you guys. Chuck and I were on, I had to say to Chuck, I got a limited time. We we can't keep talking. We got to record because we're having so much fun. That's the key to a great relationship. Absolutely. When you're looking forward to the next meeting and you do lose track of time. Yeah, But you made a point. I want to, I want to go on for a second. I'm sorry to interrupt you there. Mm -hmm. um, not that sorry, but I'm sorry I interrupted. Um, yeah. so. <laughs> You'll pay later. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> So here's the thing about events, and I love events, and the primary reason, and you hit it on the head, is that when you're in, a, in an event, number one, your audience is interviewing you, and they're watching to see how you perform, but guess what? If you're doing any kind of a program where you're going to work with people for long term, and my program is two years, I want to be able to see how you react to me. So I'm interviewing you too, and when you're on camera, and I'm seeing you're nodding, and you're into it, and you're leaning, and you're smiling, and like, yes, great. But if I'm seeing someone at a three-day event, for example, that monopolizes the chat with stupid questions, which takes us off track, what, you know, and the, you know those people, the annoying ones, mm -hmm. there's no way in hell they're going to be in my program, you know. So I, they don't know they're being watched, but they are, you know. And my and my my coaching team, aka the sales team, they will also tell me, Ken, please, for the love of everything holy, do not let them in, you know. I mean, they will. They, they miss a commission on that, but guess what? For the integrity of the group. You know, so I love events because we can we can vouch them in a in a sales call. They can bullshit easily enough, you know, and get in. But in a in an event, we see you. You know, we we see you, and that that's what I love. That's why I like small events. Our workshops, the one you were at, had like eight people in it or something. Um, you can't skip that out. You know, we see that, and it's and it's wonderful. So um, there's a big power to that. And I've been I've been an events guy for years, so it's kind of logical for me. So that's. It's, it's a kind of a secret weapon. And we teach that, by the way, at, at our workshop. Mm -hmm. I, I love uh, all of that because, you, you know, in a, in a workshop or in an extended call scenario, people can't really hide from who they are. I mean, they might be able to do it for five or 10 minutes or maybe even if they're really skilled, 20 or 30, if you're on a one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. But for that long period of time they're gonna they're gonna show up as who they are and yeah. i like that because you can use it as a filter and i have taken money from people who really wanted to hire me um and i'm just like i just got that feeling uh but i let them in anyways and it was painful 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 for both of us so now it's if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no yes uh, <laughs> yes exactly yes yeah because yes. you're waiting for it to end and that's not how a relationship never you know be. 
should ever be. Um, and so I want to say, speaking of the workshop, because, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we, you know, invite people to it. And uh, I highly recommend it because I'll, I'll tell you and I'll just tell everyone here when Ken invited me to it, he told me it was four hours. I said, well, uh, and it was like the next day. I'm like, well, I can do it for two uh, and I, I will have to watch the recording later. And uh, and so I got in there. I got to my uh, two hours, which was there was a very convenient pee break there and uh, or a coffee break, whatever, bio break, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm coming right back. And I, you know what, uh, I was there for the entire four hours. And, um, you know, as a busy business owner, you might think, am I really going to carve out four hours for this? But like, when you learn about, you know, the the structuring and how a nonprofit and a for-profit can work so well together and uh, this opportunity to get, you know, basically free advertising money from Google, um, it's really hard. And, uh, and so I, I guarantee you're going to love every minute of that workshop. I know I did. And uh, so we've got a link to it beneath this video and in the podcast show notes. Ken, anything else you want to say about your own workshop? Yeah, thanks, Chuck. Well, first of all, you're not alone. Um, for years, I've had that kind of response to any of the events I've created, which is really humbling. You know, I, there's a, there's a one, Tony Gittles was one of my students for years. And um, Tony came in to my three day and she said, I'm only going to stay for like the morning of day one. Well, stayed the entire three days. It happens. Um, just so when someone says, yeah, I'll come in and show up like you did. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. And they stay because aside from the fact that it's fun, when we deliver a program like this, it's content. One of the things I teach is teach it. And even if people wouldn't buy your program, they can still be successful. Don't make them wrong. Empower them. Because if you followed what I taught you in the workshop and you did it and it worked and you tell me about it, you're a testimonial for God's sakes. You're still an asset. You still help me. So, and you helped others. So why wouldn't we care? You know, that's how you tell, I think, a real professional. Anyway, uh, the workshop is uh, an, a, a fundraiser. So there's a tuition for it. It's 27 whopping dollars. Um, and, and we do that for a reason. And number one, it's to, it's to separate those that are serious from those who aren't. You know, if you pay $27, first of all, go, all the net of it goes to charity. But moreover than that, of course, it does set the tone for everything we've been talking about. So we demonstrate what we do and we teach you how to do that. Uh, but also they'll show up. There's a, there's, there's closer to an, an 80% show factor versus 20 to 30 on a, on a free webinar. So hello, you'll get smaller registration numbers because some people won't pay the 27 bucks for whatever reason, but they show up and they're more qualified. And again, because it's a nonprofit, you come with the mindset of, oh, this is nice. We're helping people. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's a model even if this doesn't interest you, watch it to see how the model actually works and how you can apply it. And four hours, yeah, it goes by fast. Uh, it really does. And, and I'll tell you, I tried doing it for two hours just before this. No, I can't do it. There's too much to deliver. And there's way to, to, to pare it out. There's too much because it's foundational stuff. How do you create the, the, the what I call premium value high ticket offer? So that you have something to sell that will make you a lot of money. How then do you, how do you create a, sale, a process, a sales process, which is this workshop, so that it makes it a logical conclusion that they'll come work with you and it's effortless. You know, and then of course, what's the whole nonprofit component? How do you get the Google land grant? How does it work? How do you put them together strategically? So all those three pieces take, take a while to do it right. You know? um, so I would say clear the calendar, invest the 27 bucks, 
You know, we know you blow $27 on stuff that doesn't mean anything. This will change your life. So that's my my invitation to the uh, to the actual workshop. Wonderful. Well, uh, I, again, want to repeat my invitation and get people to look just beneath this video because the link is there. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, it's in the show notes there. All the links are there. So time well spent for sure. So Ken, this has been an amazing journey. Uh, I know we could probably go all day with this um, there. And, and it's easy for me to kind of like being a seminar guy and you're a seminar guy, like it's like we go into training so easily. It's, 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 it's easy to do that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll end it here. And, um, and so, you know, but, but just before we, we sign off, I just want to ask you, cause I asked this and, and it's kind of become a social experiment. Yeah. I used to just ask this question just because, and I thought, oh yeah, I'll get the typical answers, but I don't, I get a different answer almost every time. And that question is, if you could recommend just one book, just one must-read book. Uh, oh, look, you're already prepared. Look, <laughs> yes, I am. So he, he just happens to have it there. So tell us about your book. <laughs> I love this book. It's it's um, a Dr. Benjamin Hardy's book. Ten X is uh, easier than two X, and it is a life-changing book. Uh, and when I mentioned it prior to. Chuck's like, yeah, one of my favorites too. And, and the reason why, now I do all my books on the iPad because I travel a lot, um, but um, it, it's phenomenal. And among the things that I love about it is a concept which you talked about earlier in terms of it's, it's not fun, why do it? One of the things that Ben talks about is don't sell your time, buy your time. And so if we're going to make a choice, what, would I buy doing this? No, not, no, no. If it's not a hell yes, it's, you know, it's, then it's a hell no. You know, so it needs to be that we we need to look at things that way. Also, he talks about um, setting the temperature of what you do. Uh, you know, it, it, there's just so much in that book that will literally change your life. So uh, uh, I'm a big fan of, of Ben Hardy. If almost anything that he writes, I would recommend you read. Uh, but uh, 10x is easier than 2x, 100. percent um, I'm not even done with it yet, but I'm just such an advocate of it. So I can't wait to finish it. It's a fantastic book. I was already a huge fan of Dan Sullivan. I had a good. Yeah good fortune of meeting him uh well almost 13 years ago now um and uh and 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 i'm just you know kind of getting to know ben through his yeah. books and and this collaboration that him and dan have going on i mean they're they're creating some amazing work you, here. you want to talk about partnerships that's a hell of a partnership right that's i think that's one that could be a, a one to study uh, yes. because that yes. you know that that partnership between Ben Hardy and Dan Sullivan is just amazing. I mean, how many books have they done now? And and the story uh, and, of how they how they started. Uh, and and I, I if I say it, I'll say it wrong. But if you look at what that story was and the deal that was made between the two of them was very interesting um, and surprising if you take a look at the economics of it. Mm -hmm. So um, it's worth 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 looking at. Wow, I'm going to check that out and maybe even uh, in, invite Ben to come and uh, and and uh, be a guest on the show. That would be uh, fantastic, and I'll ask him about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. For sure. Um, so thank you, Ken. This has been amazing. Uh, so much great information here, and uh, and and I want to thank you for your generosity and your time and just uh, just being so open with this information because uh, not only is this an opportunity and that you teach this, but this is, it, it, it's doing some real good uh, out on the planet. And, and I'm all for projects uh, that do that. So thank you. And to my audience, I just wanna say like, look, you know, when you listen, when you take the time to listen to something like this, uh, don't let this be for nothing. I want you 
to think of one thing that you heard us talk about here today. And I want you to take action on that one thing. Maybe it was an idea that you heard Ken say, uh, or you're gonna, gonna go look into something, or maybe it reminded you of something that you've been putting off for a while. Go and do that one thing and do that one thing today. Or, and if you can't think of anything else, maybe that one thing is go sign up for the workshop uh, and, you know, uh, you, what else would you spend $27 on, really? And, and, and you know, you, so time well spent. Um, I've, I've sat through every second of it, and uh, I, I know you're going to love it. So, uh, Ken, thank you to my audience. Thank you. Uh, keep moving forward and never, ever give up on your big dream and your big mission to change the world with the work that you do. And in the meantime, I will see you on the next one. Thank you. Thanks, Chuck. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.